Tell me who you are and where you're from. My name is Cookie, and I am from Washington, D.C. And it's C-O-O-K-I. There's no E on Cookie. <laughs> I was born a poor black child. <laughs> no, what do you want to know about me? I grew up in the D.C. area, but wasn't quite a teenager when crack came to town. But my big cousin Cookie remembers. Well, at first I heard about it on the news, and I thought that they were they were saying something wrong. There used to be this stuff called crank that they used to cut cocaine with, and truck drivers used to use crank to drive all night long. I was like, "Are they talking about crank? What is crack? I don't even I don't even know what I don't even know what it is." And then <laughs> one day my husband came home and said, "You want to try a new drug?" And I was like. No, I got babies. I don't have time for a new truck. <laughs> and then it just was everywhere. It was like one minute I didn't know what it was, and the next minute it was everywhere. And then D.C. went sideways. What do you mean it went sideways? There were gangs and drugs, and people were just losing their minds. They were killing each other, and... And it just got violent. D.C. got really violent. A lot of the violence was tied to the crack game. And that story is key to understanding America's anti-drug laws and shifts in police practice during the 80s and 90s. Now, much of that gunplay was happening beyond the neighborhoods like Chevy Chase and Georgetown, where the lawmakers lived. It was going down out by Heckinger Mall and over in Anacostia, Southeast D.C. Washington, D.C.'s struggle with crack got a lot of attention. Because it's the nation's capital, because in 1989 it became known as the murder capital. And probably because at the height of D.C.'s crack problems, Mayor Marion Barry got busted for smoking rock cocaine with cameras rolling. Word of this came hours after the D.C. mayor was brought before a federal magistrate on misdemeanor drug charges, buying and using crack cocaine. I've never seen crack cocaine up close, and thank God I never lost anyone in the city's drug wars. But that was the thing. Back then, you didn't have to be in the drug game or even live next door to a crack house to feel like it was all around you. It was on the local news every night, the body count from drug dealers' shootouts, stories about so-called crack moms and their crack babies. Some kids I went to junior high school with, everybody knew they were hustling rock. Our teachers, our parents, even the president's wife were all warning us to... Just say no. ...to crack. Now, I love D.C., but back in the day, crack helped turn parts of the city into chaos. Something began to happen that we just didn't have a handle on. It was like the world was going crazy. We had nursery that had 35 cribs in it for kids coming off of drugs. You know, babies, newborn babies. He said, give me your money. I said, I'm not getting you nothing. So he shot the gun past my head. He shot it like this. Let me tell you something. We were ill-prepared to handle it. We didn't do a great job of handling it. We were lucky a lot more people didn't get killed, to be honest with you. They came in the house, they had stuff on their head, you know, the SWAT bulletproof vest. They got these big shotguns. I was in the bed. They made me lay down on the floor naked. Every single defendant that came into court was black. And everything was cracking.
first time I ever saw it, right here at the train station. We arrested a guy getting off a train, and he had all these vials, about one-inch vials, and they were full of little rocks. John Brennan used to work narcotics for the D.C. police back in the 80s. I'm sitting next to him in a black, unmarked, police-issued Dodge Charger. Those red flashing lights that cops stick on the roof, Brennan's got one sitting between us. We're up on the parking deck of Union Station. This is the place, he told me, where he first saw crack coming into the city. A bunch of vials with little rocks in it. And uh, we found out that that was crack cocaine. And then we started seeing more and more of it. And it started hitting the streets here in D.C. And just become more, that was about 1986, 87, when we first saw that cocaine. And then from then on, it, you know, the next five or six years was terrible. 